1: Welcome to the mini series with Miss Lady on Mornings with Mizzy. Hello, pretty mama. Hello, baby. So, we've been recording. uh, This is our second session. It's August 31st for those of you that are listening. Not sure when this is actually playing, but this is going to be the start of the fourth episode. So, what we've recorded so far, episode one has already launched, and then episode two is launching tomorrow. And then episode three will launch on the following Thursday. So it will be a consistent Thursday series Mm -hmm. until we finish telling our story. Um, And it's been really great. We've had almost about like 200 uh, visitors so far. Checking out the story, which I think is pretty impressive because that's on midzybender.com. So for, you know, everybody to be so supportive in that way, I feel really grateful and humbled that the series has success so far, which is so great. That's that's Um, really great. At the last time we were chatting, you were just getting into, you know, where your thoughts were changing as an individual within your relationship, some of the complexities and some of the really important topics that you think the community should be aware of. Um, So I'm going to turn it over to you and kind of let you find your thoughts and wherever you feel like you should pick up from is great.
0: Okay, so... I think, yeah, the last time that we were talking, we had kind of gave the background, right, of how we met and, and where it started with us, right? So when we did finally meet, whether it was the last time or whatever, you know, at Exotica or whatever it was, Brooke was around, my partner, you know, and, um, I had thought if I was going to say names or not but at the end of the day it is what it is you know (laughs) you know so I I'm I'm, I will probably slip up more than once so whatever you know so um but anyway she came into my life and at this time you know uh I was married and we were not in an open relationship my wife is vanilla and she was allowing me not allowing but you know allowing me to be who I was so just because I was in the lifestyle doesn't mean that your partner always has to be in the lifestyle right so she really wasn't but
1: you want to a- stop you for a second because like I I do say like allowing like I say Spencer allows me because even though we don't want to really say that that's what it is at the end of the day, our partners are allowing us to do something extracurricular from the activity from our relationship that could potentially impact them. So, yeah. Although it sounds like a negative thing, everybody has to understand that that really is what it is. Because you would want the same respect from your partner if that's what you were looking for. And so, correct, yeah. correct.
0: It's not like oh, he lets me. No, like you yeah. have conversations about it, and it's something that he's comfortable. Yes. With right, with letting his partner do, you know, so yeah. which. You know, but in the end, I found out that my wife wasn't comfortable with with um, the lifestyle, you know, And so that's a fast forward into Brooke and I. Um, my wife and i I was trying to find ways. we were together for seven years, okay? And I was constantly trying to find ways to see if there would be areas that would spark her interest in the lifestyle, you know, because there's so many different levels and layers to it that just because you see one or two or three or 10 things, if none of those pique your interest, it doesn't mean that there's not a billion other things out there that may pique your interest,
1: right? So I'm like... And gosh, just- from her perspective, I'm sure the like funnel is so big. of What's out there? Because... I mean, it's just so far out there from what I know. So, like, I, yeah, I right. Right.
0: You know, so, like, I'm just, throughout our years together, I was just always constantly trying to, I didn't want to make it seem like I was pushing her. I was just trying to open up different doors and windows for her to see if there was anything she liked. Like, try on a different pair of shoes. If these ones don't fit, maybe the next ones will, right? So, in that, one of the things that I was always looking for, we would always wish for, was, like, another lesbian couple to go out with. And I don't mean it in any harm um, against people who were not a full lesbian couple, but it was just an energy that we were looking for, you know, two women to go out with that we could hang out with and have a lot of similarities and talk shit with whatever. So this couple comes into my club, long story short, and um, I think I found our couple. They're real great. I've not in any this
1: story. I actually don't even yeah. know this.
0: Not in any sexual manner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what happened is, is my, um, I'm going to say the names. Brooke came in yeah. to a munch, a meet and greet. And Tasha was there. Tasha is my ex-wife. You know, and um, she was coming in and her and her partner were looking for lifestyle events and other things. Um, and they just wanted to come out around. they And So her partner came into the meet and greet. And then the next thing, the couple came to the next party that we had at my place. Okay. And at that time, Tasha was, I think Tasha might've been like bartending that night or whatever. I don't know, but they came Mm -hmm. and they booked a session with me then because the girlfriend of Brooke wanted to learn how to do more dominant stuff. And Brooke was, uh, into the submissive side of things. Like Deeply into the submissive side of things, into the leather lifestyle, into a whole bunch of stuff. So her partner wanted to learn more for her. So as after we had this session together, me and Brooke and her, her partner, her partner decided that it's not for her or whatever, but she could tell that Brooke really liked it. And, you know, there was a thing there. Mm-hmm. So, and my wife was okay with things. So Brooke and I started a dynamic where I was like mistress and she was a submissive. We just started this play dynamic, getting together. There was no financial exchange. After our very first financial exchange between them and I, I I realized like I really enjoyed playing with Brooke. Her energy was super amazing and I liked them so much that I wanted us to all be friends. I didn't want it to be a financial exchange. Mm-hmm. So it came to the point where they would come over to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a couple, when I had, like, like holiday things or if I had, like, get-togethers on Sunday, they came over a couple times. Within a few months, Brooke and I had become super close, like, amazingly close. This woman had come in, and she was the most amazing submissive I've ever met in my life. I mean, it's just, like, I didn't even have to tell her things. She, she knew three steps ahead what I needed, what I wanted. She she made, you know, I've had some real good submissives before her. I had some wonderful people. And even though we're not together right now, like, my journey with them was amazing. And each one of them gave me, like, a star in my mistress book, all right? Each one of them helped me to realize more of my mistress and things that I like and things about the lifestyle. But Brooke, when she came in, it was, like, hyperdrive. I don't know if it's because it was something I've been looking for. It was a girl or I don't know yeah, what it was. Is this she...
1: two years ago or three years ago?
0: Almost four years ago
1: now. Almost four. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that we recap the timeline for the audience.
0: Yeah, but four almost four years ago. When oh, me I and you first were
1: starting to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we um Right, because you said Halloween and she was there, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We we started, yeah, we officially started, our official anniversary date was May 12th when I collared her. And I put an actual infinity collar around her neck that would not be taken off. And these collars are like wedding rings to me. I thought that I was gonna have this girl in my life forever. We were not sexual at that point. We were strictly DS. She had her partner. I had my wife. It's just, as submissive and mistress, we thought we found our match. Like, forget it. It was just it. Um, fast forward a little bit. Her partner and her ended up not working out. There were some things behind the scenes that uh, they, they had their whole their whole thing yeah. going on for a few years. Um, and I guess coming to LWP and trying to work out each other's kinks or whatever, if you will. I don't mean it to be funny. Like this was one of their last resorts to try and see if they could uh work with each other or whatever. You know, and so how long and it into
1: just into the relationship did they end up right how long into her being with you did they end up splitting? I think like a month.
0: Oh okay so like, it was relatively like okay. June, July yeah, June, oh, wow. July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um oh easy. Well yeah, because May fifteenth Okay, an easy less than a month because mm-hmm. May fifteenth I called it May twelfth I called her, and Father's Day, which is like June nineteenth
1: yes, yeah, is mind. when
0: a very detrimental point happened in my life, okay, and at that point, her girlfriend wasn't around anymore, oh,
1: okay. so I it was
0: understand. definitely less than a month, like they were on their way out already, and I didn't know that, yeah, um they didn't really let me. Privy ish to that. I um uh, they they let me know that they had some things and they were trying to work things out, but I didn't realize that it was I didn't realize that they had been broken up like multiple times before and they really were like on their last
1: time. Whatever. Time.
0: Right. So now um, at time,
1: did it concern you that they had split up or do you feel more happy because you're like, oh now I have her. Oh her no,
0: mother n- mother. neither. Neither, neither. Okay. It didn't concern me but I didn't feel happier that I had her Mm -hmm. because I felt they were looking to get married. Mm -hmm. They were planning a wedding within that, within that year, you know, like, and it was painful for her. You know, she, she, she did love this girl and their breakup. I'm going to give it a little one-sided right now because I was with brooke right right so i know brooke's side however after the years
1: you understand I i am
0: very sure that i i there's other things too however there was things that were going on and this woman had had stepped out like in the lifestyle there's rules Right, not rules, there's guidelines. It's not just people do what the fuck they want to do. Right. So while Brooke and I were being very honest about our relationship, this woman was not, and she had stepped out with a couple other people.
1: Oh and
0: brought the people into their house. Oh. So it right. So so that is what officially ended them mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Um, you know, but they 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 had some back and forth for a few years. So That ended them at some point in time between May 12th and Father's Day. I don't remember what it was, but the only reason I can remember the specific timing is because on Father's Day, or yeah, Father's Day, my daughter called me. I wasn't home that day. um, At the morning, I was at LWP, and I was with Brooke, but I wasn't just there for Brooke. I was there and Brooke was there. Um, My daughter called me and she found my wife on the floor in a pile of vomit and blood because my wife had tried to take her life. So of course I leave, right? Go home. We have to call the ambulance. My wife was in the hospital for a week. It took her like four days before she could talk and open up her mouth and Eat on her own, and a couple more days before she could use the bathroom and walk. And then she had to go into another hospital, right, just to get get everything checked out. And so this was a couple week process. Um,
1: she, she and then those she, like are like a rehab center for.
0: Well, she, she she like, first was in she first was in the hospital, and then she went to a mental health hospital. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and this was over a span of like three weeks. So for those three weeks, my wife is gone. Like, and now I'm in the hospital with her every day. I'm like praying that she can walk again, praying. I don't know what happened. I don't know why she would try to take her life. I don't know what's going on. Long story short, the thing is, is that my wife didn't communicate, right? I'm an over communicator. Like there's no, you'll never question, ever question what I'm thinking. And if you are questioning, you're not fucking listening because I let you know everything that I'm thinking. You know, like my wife at the time did not. She was just so quiet. And long story short, it was the main reason for her at the time was my lifestyle. She couldn't handle it. It just, it just, she couldn't handle it. Okay. For whatever reasons it was, it was just too much for her. So, with her in the hospital and me at home, thinking about that, after those few weeks, I'm like, you know, she don't talk to me. I had no idea that she was bottling all this up. Like, I had no idea that it was this bad, this you things, know. and
1: I interrupt you for a second? Like, she's a very quiet human being in general, like very soft, very, you know, like you you step into her presence and you just feel her softness. You know what I mean? Like that's what I've Mm -hmm. always gotten from her. So it's not surprising to me that she wasn't so communicative or however you say that, you know, just knowing her. Yeah. Do you feel like you asked her, enough oh so
0: many times oh my god for sure
1: yeah well
0: I tried counseling we tried everything for sure for sure like I talked to her about everything I tried to get her to read books like we I like for sure like yeah not that I'm not I'm uh, no no yeah we're just talking like I always wanted her to come with me yeah I wanted her to be with me everywhere I like just so she could be at the club with me and not feel like a fly on the wall or feel weird I asked her to be the bartender because she didn't mind talking to people if they came up to get some drinks and then she didn't feel like she was just sitting there, you know, and it gave her something to do. And, but it just wasn't for her, you know, it just wasn't for her. And mind you, there was no sex involved. Okay. There was no physical intercourse for me involved with any of my people. And also at the time when this happened, I had a male slave living in my house.
1: Right,
0: yes. He'd he been living with me for a few years, and he just moved into my house a couple months prior. We were working on that for a few years right. until Tasha got comfortable enough to move this male slave who was also collared, right. which meant I was going to have him forever in my life. So...
1: I remember that, yeah.
0: So sitting at home in these three weeks while my wife was in the hospital thinking, I'm not just lifestyle... Like I don't just do lifestyle. Like I am the lifestyle. I'm face of the lifestyle around here. I own the club, the venue, the like. It's it's. I eat, breathe, and sleep it. I have a human being living with me that's been living with me for four years. Who's my slave? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: can we pause and you and- because. Not many people are going to understand what the dynamic slave. of
0: slave is slave submissive. We'll get into that because that's too extra, but submissive. Let's just call it submissive, okay? There are differences, mm-hmm. and everybody, people have their own terms of what differences are between submissive and slave and and some of the other bottom terms that there are, right? It's kind of like to each his own. So but we'll get into that. Okay. Um, Eventually, yeah. I don't want to get off track. I just want but,
1: to make um, sure that
0: we yeah, pull out. I, 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 I ain't going to p- buy them people off the, the black, the black right? market. <laughs> so, but I'm like, you know, I got this man in my life. He's been in my life for four years. That's my submissive. I now have Brooke that I collared. Like, it's just like a marriage to me, but different. Mm. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just as important to me as a marriage. And like, this person's trying to kill herself and I'm like, but I can't take away who I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I also, and I don't just owe her. I do owe her, but I, I owe me more. And that's the shit, right? right? That's the shit. That's the shit that people forget. And, and it's not being selfish. Right. If you give all of yourself up for somebody else, you're never going to be happy and you're never going to be able to do what you're meant to do in this world. And I had to come to a point where I was like, I love both of us and I love her enough that I'm gonna let her go. Yeah. Because I can't. I won't. I, I thought about, can I give up who I am? Can I get a regular job? I-? No, I cannot. No, hold I one, cannot.
1: Hold one second. Are you gonna mm-hmm. put the ice maker on? Okay, put it on now, please. Mm-hmm.
0: I love you you so beautiful
1: so pretty
0: you take a small little break for the ice machine for yeah,
1: it gets so loud and like you really like, mm-hmm. you, you can hear over all of it
0: mm-hmm. um
1: okay i think he's good though
0: so um i decided she was in the hospital still and you know like i said it was a three-week experience of her being in the hospital from from the regular hospital to um, a mental health space where it actually got us to talking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. I would go in daily and visit her. and <sighs> I... Brooke's partner had left her. Mm-hmm. Brooke had a four bedroom house okay, that she was about to sell. She's going to put it on the market because she's like, why do I need it anymore? I'm not getting married. I'm not going to have children. Like, I could just get a small space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We were getting ready to have Tasha come home. And Tasha couldn't tell me if she wanted to be with me or not.
1: Right.
0: Tasha couldn't tell me what she wanted. Tasha couldn't tell me much. So I did what I had to do the whole seven years of our relationship. And I had to make like final decisions because my wife never could make any decisions. Like she couldn't make a decision to save my life. I love her to God. But like, we would have never had nothing, got nothing, did nothing if it was for her, because she's just a very simple woman. Mm -hmm. Work home, work home, work home. Right. She don't do nothing else. Right. So like, I, I'm sitting here thinking three weeks on my own.
1: Hi, honey. (laughs) I love you. Yeah, yeah. Have
0: the best
1: day, Bobby. I always do. I'll be ready to party tonight. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here thinking, while she's in the hospital, right? Bills still gotta fucking be paid. I still gotta work. I still gotta pay my staff. The still gotta get in and out of school and then her basketball. And, you know, there's still things that are going on. And part of me is a little upset. I, mean, I don't mean to be mad, but part of me is a little upset because I'm like, this woman's in the hospital and not even just in the hospital. It was a rough fucking moment because her family, who don't ever visit her, some who I've never even met. We were married for seven years. All of a sudden decided to come into the fucking state, oh, go okay. into the hospital. Yo, and every time I would go into the hospital, you know, those whiteboards that they have on the, um, the wall for like, who's your nurse, who's this and that? all of my information for the emergency contact and everything will be wiped off and it would be one of their information. Like, who the fuck are you guys? You know, like, so I had to go in there and like combat against these people because now her whole family is sitting here saying she's in here because she can't talk. Because her brother decided to call everybody and say that the sister tried to kill herself because I was cheating and having an affair. Okay. Right, like, and that's not the fucking case at all. But when Tasha could start talking, she didn't let anybody know that.
1: Right.
0: She didn't stick up for that. She didn't stick up for me. She didn't say that's not the fucking truth, which she knew that wasn't the truth. Right. And then. Out of all those three weeks, knowing that Tasha raised my daughter since five, she was 12. This 12 year old found her on the floor. This 12 year old is the one who had to call the ambulance. This 12 year old is the one who had to call me. Not one person in her family asked if that baby was okay. Not once. And these three whole weeks, why this woman's away. And I'm like, this is just too much. And I love you. And I decided I'm going to give her space. I'm going to leave her with the house, <laughs> the house that I bought, the house that I paid the bills in because she can't afford to do it. I'm going to leave her and I'm going to step away with my child and the dogs because she doesn't you know what I mean like she doesn't really want to take care of them I'm gonna take all of the stress away from her so she can come home to this house and have some peace and quiet and decide what she wants to do in life does she want to be with me does she not want to be with me how does she feel right yeah and while I'm trying to figure this out the reason that it came that I could do this was because Brooke was like listen I'm, I'm about to put my house on the market. I have a four-bedroom home. She, because, again, I don't want... Tasha's Tasha doesn't like my lifestyle. She's going to come home, and there's also a submissive living there. You know, like, it's surrounding her, you know? So I'm like, let me pull it out from her so, so she can just have some space. Yeah, this
1: decision, though, like did you like you at that moment you had to have made the choice that you guys were not going to be in your marriage anymore knowing no absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not yeah
0: no absolutely not i was trying to give her space i she didn't want to talk she didn't want to do anything she said she felt uncomfortable and i said i'm going to give you space so maybe we can date so we can talk let me get it out from around you so it's not surrounding you yeah yeah and we so can you get think better. She's
1: gonna take well to it with you moving into the relation, into the house that, like, the I family, don't, it, you like, did you she, even more, Like, she oh, tried God, to kill I, herself. That's right this feels messy. She tried to kill herself when I was living with her. I know. I know. I know. What's oh, the difference? Right. No, I know. I mean, at least okay. not in time, like, I would have made the choice of, like, it's healthier for you for us not to be together.
0: Right. I mean, and that's exactly I what I did.
1: That. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Like, yeah. And that's
0: exactly what I did. I said, I'm going to give you some space. I want us to date. I love you. I want to be able to move back in. I didn't take anything but my clothes. Yeah. We didn't take Delaney's furniture. We didn't take anything. I left the whole house there and just said, I'm going to remove everybody that's in the house and I'll come by and visit and we will, I'm giving you space. And I was able to do this. And this wasn't just an overnight decision. This was a talked about decision. I spoke about this with, with Brooke and Tasha, with Tasha. Like over a couple weeks decision. This wasn't just an overnight and I'm moving out. This was a constant, are we gonna talk? How do you feel every day? Me going into the hospital, seeing if she wanted to talk or she felt any better. And she could never say if she wanted to be like, it just, it, 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 it seemed like she, I don't know. It just wasn't right. It just wasn't right. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. Like, how are we going to live in the same house and be in the same bed? Like, you don't even talk to me. Like this, this was part of our problem. And this was part of the things I was trying to go to counseling for before she tried to kill herself. And I'm like, babe, Right so I was removing all the situation from around her so she could come home
1: yeah
0: and have a peaceful quiet environment to think that was my thoughts and it it was doable because Brooke had said I have this four-bedroom house I already pay because I'm like I can't the other reason the other thing is is like I'm paying all the bills there I'm paying almost four grand a month, five grand a month in bills for this house. Right. And Tasha cannot pay that. So I couldn't afford to go pay that somewhere else. Right. So I was like, stuck. I don't know what I'm going to do. So Brooke was like, I don't need your money. She's like, I already paid for this house. I already paid for everything. You know, she's like, you could just, I have four bedrooms. She's like, you could have a room. Your daughter could have a room. Your submissive could have a room. I have my own room. She said, everybody can have their own room. You guys can come stay here for the break until you figure things out. So.
1: And you had her, a sexual relationship with Brooke at this time.
0: No. No. Not not like that. Now we had intimacy. Mm-hmm. We for sure had intimacy. Like me emotional. and you.
1: Yeah. Emotional right. connection.
0: Emotional now. and yeah. we played. We played, we played, we played, we played. But when we played, like her hands were tied up. And like, you know right. what I mean? like So. Right. It,
1: you still had more control over the sexual topic. sure. Has to under- yeah, everybody has to understand how Miss Lady, you know, interacts. And I just want to keep emphasizing it because the sex part is really important. Like, when it comes down to these kinds of relationships and the dynamics, the communication, and the way that the structures go. So, like, everybody can see what our dynamics are between Lady and myself imagine that on a much heightened level but lady being so much more dominant in her play scenes so I just I just want to try and map out a picture yeah
0: for sure because that's what it is you know and this I think was one of the things that was a hard thing for my wife Tasha to understand yeah right because I had other female submissives, but not one that I was ever so close to. Mm -hmm. And Brooke was a more, it's funny, hard to say it. Uh, Brooke was not a more aggressive looking female. She wasn't an aggressive female at the time that I knew of. She was an, a more aggressive looking female yeah, so, but wanted to be submissive.
1: Right. So again, to paint another picture, Brooke can fluctuate through her style really well. I do think that she felt most comfortable when she was more in like slacks, a button up, Uh, you know, more of that kind of like businessy sleep mm-hmm. kind of look. Right. And she always wore it really well. So to paint what, you know, her physique always looked like, super short hair, I've never seen her with hair, you know, very buzzed, Uh, you know, so just so you can understand, you know, lady really, lady likes, lady doesn't really like feminine females, I don't think, truthfully, I think that you're, oh, I
0: love feminine females, I love them,
1: I don't think for your primary nesting partner, you're looking for a female, you look for much more, I don't know what it is, masculine, dominant, somebody that Mm -hmm. looks like,
0: more aggressive, yeah. Wait, the thing is, is I need to, to be my main partner. I need somebody who's more aggressive than I am. Right. And I don't really, ha- I have never, fa- I'll just say I've never found that yet. And it's the energy that I search for. If I would have found that energy in a femme, but I don't tend to find, or maybe I just don't like, I like, I the just, person's got their energy. She has
1: a specific look. I don't think she likes to admit it because all of the females that she really like is like, super smitten on they all look the same like they all have the same facial structure they all have like a it's she's funny you're funny i don't think that's true it's very true can we map out all of your crushes yes very easily.
0: i know i like dreads and i like black yes. girls <laughs> yes. i like black but <laughs> like, I like, you know, like,
1: but, like. but that's that's you don't have to
0: have them it's
1: just you know no, it's not that you need to have them. It's just that you have a very, like, I just want yes. the audience to understand, yes. like, oh, I you know, more about who you are and, <laughs> you know, like, what these individuals look like. And, you know, paint a picture for them. Because a lot of them are listening on audio, too. So For sure,
0: for sure. I love you. That's right. <laughs> so, um, you know, at the time, when she had offered this, and she's like, look, I don't need your money. I don't need any money from you at all. You know, like, just... You guys pay for your groceries. She's like, I'm already paying all the bills here. She's like, what's going to go up? The electric a couple dollars. Like, so what? You know, so was, she's like, you can stay here as long as you want. It's right in between my house and the job. So it was great. It'd be 15 minutes from my house, 15 minutes from the job. Brooke knew my goal was to work out things with my wife. She was very supportive of that. She did not want to break things up. To be honest, Brooke wanted to belong to both me and my wife. Brooke was hoping, yes, Brooke was hoping my wife would get on board and right. she could serve the both of us. I, I, like, that, it was real. Like, like, like my boy who was living with us. I
1: didn't know that. he
0: He served both of us. He served my family. My boy who was living with us was there all the time. He yeah. was there for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, for New Year's. My grandmother knew him. Everybody knew him everybody knew that he called me ma'am everybody knew what he was but he was like another grandson to people and another cousin and like everybody like even though they're just my submissives they're like family I love them when I say that I keep them forever I keep them forever and it doesn't mean they can't go out and have other relationships I'm into the poly lifestyle there's just guidelines and things behind it if you're mine you know so that was the same with Brooke Brooke could have went out and had other people like I'm not I have my main partner. I would never be greedy and be like, "Oh, you're only for me." Like that's wrong. So we moved in. We decided to make this move. Me, my submissive, my daughter. We made this move, um, and I don't remember if it was like the day before she came home, or the day I, I, I don't remember. Um, but we did it, and little by little, it just is like when my when my wife came home. The talking, everything stopped. Yeah. The last couple of days that she was in the hospital, I actually was like, wow, I thought things were getting better. Like she was talking, she was laughing. We would play games when I would go in and like, it was actual conversation. Like I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is a new woman. I, I don't know this woman. I've been with her for seven years and I don't know this woman. Like, but she was in therapy and she had gotten some different medications and I'm like I really thought it was gonna work out and then she came home and she never answered her phone and I would go over there and I would sit there for hours and she wouldn't say a word and I would try and talk to her and she would just shrug her shoulders and I'm just like after day after day after day after day and like things were popping up on Facebook and I'm looking at memories and I'm looking at things and stuff is popping up and I'm like damn even my memories are like reminding me how I'm in this relationship alone Mm -hmm. we would be on vacation or we'll be somewhere and I'll be like wish my wife was here but she's in the room like I'm always doing things on my own you know and I'm like like I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I wanted to be married and I'm married and I, I, I want to live life. You know, I've got a past, a history. Uh, and and if you listen to the big did we talk about it?
1: We did. You a little be. bit. Yeah, right. Because so Juan, on you can go back and listen.
0: Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, I'm just trying to live life. I'm 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 getting elevated in the lifestyle stuff, you know, I'm doing exotica shows. I wanted her to be with me, but I'm like I'm with a woman who's just not matched with me, and she's miserable. Like, and as much as I love her, like, I I feel like I'm just trying to force this square into a circle hole, right? You know, and like, how wrong of me is to do that if she's just miserable?
1: Yeah. Now, may I? Ask you know. A question? So you guys met like relatively quickly. You know, you re- you met so quick and all that yes. in episode mm-hmm. one, but. At that time, was she this way? Like, was she talkative? Was she, or was she always quiet? Like, did you nope. notice a decline, or she always this I way?
0: noticed a decline. Oh, okay. I noticed a decline when we moved in with each other. Oh, when we okay. moved in with each other is when I noticed it right away, because her sexual habits, her intimacy, was almost a lack thereof. Oh, okay. And originally, she blamed it on the relationship she was just getting out of. This was a problem. Okay. The first six weeks like first couple months of our marriage yeah i actually like cried a few times because i'm like damn we get in bed you don't we don't even hold hands we don't kiss we don't do nothing like yo we're just married we're supposed not to be even, like this
1: it's not even like that kind of person it was crazy
0: so it's been something i was working on with her since day one you know and that i feel is why my intimacy and things grew outside because I was with a woman who was very intimate-less.
1: Do you think that that plays a role into? Because, like, I do think... Oh, I'm
0: sure. Uh, Seven years in prison and then seven years with another woman who didn't
1: have intimacy. I'm very sure that that
0: also helps.
1: You know, like, I always just related it to, like, your beginning portion of your life all through your your time. Like, I never really associated it, you know, in depth to this level also. But I could totally... Oh, uh, for sure. You know, yeah. And and you see, and because
0: my wife, you know, because I do believe in not having other partners when your home isn't right, I didn't have sexual partners. So I had to find other ways and I got into BDSM. So I found other ways to have my release, mm-hmm. to have my intimacy. You
1: know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: I'm making some coffee. Sorry that I walked away. I don't no, know. It's if okay. See it's really
1: cool. We could see everything. You keep doing, uh-huh. it. You keep doing a bomb. We see
0: so, it. Oh, I love you.
1: So, like, if you want to see it, you got to go to mizzybender.com. Yes, <laughs> oh, come see me. I'm in,
0: I'm in. my. I'm in the kitchen right now. I'm being domestic. What is it? Domestic? Oh,
1: domesticated. Yeah. Domesticated. Yeah. I have to oh, work I on I my domestication now. at home. Spencer. Yeah. Gold stars, but I'm a fucking guy. So. That's a so fun. So um you know what? I'm actually I'm gonna say let's end this episode because it's a really great place to kind of say goodbye. And if you want to hear more, you'll have to tune in to next week and then uh-huh. we'll continue thing to you know record when we're done here. So everybody, Perfect. you're gonna have to go. What is a website where they can even just go and find more about you? Because we've never shared that yet.
0: Um LWPvenue.com or you can go to MissLady.co, M S L A D Y dot C O. You can do either one of those. I have quite a few websites. I am also on a lot of different social medias. Miss Lady Luck, M S L eight E L U uh, C K. You can yeah. find me in a couple different places like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Beautiful. And then, of course, all of her contact information will be associated with the blog MissyBender.com. If you have any questions for us, definitely email me at mizzyfender at Outlook.com, and we'll start to answer those questions along the way, or maybe do a separate episode, depending on what it is. Uh, So until next time, you guys, we'll talk to you super soon. Bye-bye.